today, ready to put on a show for you. Hello again, everypony, and welcome back to Stable Geniuses, the official podcast of BronyCon. I'm your host, Eagle, and before we get started, one short bit of business. I would like to announce the winner of the free four-day badge to this year's con from last episode as one CM Pony. Congratulations, CM. We will be in contact with you soon with information about the badge. So moving right along to this week's interviews, we once more have some of our wonderful Grand Galloping Gala cast members. Ladies, why don't you introduce yourselves and say hi to the ponies. Hi, um, I'm Erica Hartsiker. It's nice to meet all of you ponies. Hi, I'm Jordan, a.k.a. Wiggles. Hi, I'm Alexa, a.k.a. Sachan. Alright, thank you, late three, all very much for coming on with us today. First question, just sort of a general thing. What have your roles been in the gala in the past? Last year, I played Applejack. Uh, for the past two years, I've played Rarity, and I'm also the um, deputy of the Grand Galloping Gala. And I'm new. Ah, so you're entirely new. Yeah. Okay, then. Fun. Sachin, that's actually funny. You know, before the, before all this, I thought the deputy was Jeff. I mean, he is also the deputy, but he um, is the deputy of cosplay. Ah, okay, that makes sense. I don't know, it, I guess it just seems sort of a natural thing, you know, Twilight and Spike, head and deputy. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and then Rarity's there to be like, okay, let's let's get the show on the roads, <laughs> get everyone purty. You'd think Rarity would be the head of cosplay oh you know you know how the cookie crumbles how things fall out (laughs) yeah what should be what is (laughs) so i guess we'll start with this question with you erica i usually like to ask how'd you get involved in staffing so um i am really great friends with V. We actually go to college together. And she introduced me to Scott, and both of them were just talking about how much they love it. And I was like, oh, wow, I love My Little Pony. I really want to go. So when V asked me if I wanted to do this, I was like, heck yeah. So, and then from there on, I just auditioned, and it's been rehearsal since. Okay. Jordan, how'd you get roped into this mess? <laughs> I had been attending BronyCon for one entire year, just as a an attendee, and then they had auditions for mascots. Oh no, actually, I had been going for two years, and I was in the um, the improv panel, Whose Line Is It Anyway?, where I had auditioned to be in that, and got in, and was in that, and it was an event that happened and then they had auditions for mascots and so i auditioned and i got the part and then they had a slumber party panel that they needed a fluttershy for and i think it was sarah who reached out to me and said hey you're a mascot you can act you want to audition to be fluttershy and i got in and then 
they needed an Applejack, and well, there I was. Yes, uh, listeners, uh, Jordan here is not only last year's gala Applejack, she is also our beloved mascot, Blank Canvas. That is me. I am the winged art horse. And then Sacha? So I started, um, was it staffing at BronyCon? Oh my god, was it 2015? No, yeah, no, yes. It was either, no, 2000. Yeah, well, anyways, I think I went, I was part of the events office and then I went to see the gala and I was like, oh wow, I want to do this. Then I took like a year, I didn't go the year after that. And then the year after, then the year, between the year I didn't go and then the year I um, applied to be the Grand Galloping Gala deputy um, for Penny, and that was awesome. And then I just continued on with Cat, and it's been great being, you know, rarity and helping get this show to the stage. <laughs> Because in the end, when it's all done, when it all happens and you get to be up on the stage after it's finished, they call you back out for, yeah, curtain call. And you're just looking at all those smiling faces. There's nothing quite like it, is there? Oh, there really isn't. And funny fact, actually. So for the year, um, was it the first year I was Rarity? I was actually not supposed to be Rarity. Um, our Rarity had to, unfortunately, uh, she had some thing and she couldn't come. And I was thrown into the role, and I'm very happy about it. Ah. <laughs> uh, funny how life works out like that sometimes. Oh, yeah. Although, um... Uh, just how do rehearsals work when you're all geographically scattered? So how rehearsals usually work, um, I usually set out a poll on our uh, Facebook page for our thing, and I basically, people say their availability for our scheduled, usually scheduled uh, rehearsal time, and then we um, hop on to Google Hangouts, hey, (laughs) Um, or Discord if anything, and then we read through the script. Okay, so it's all very much just strictly line reading and then you're you get what maybe one live rehearsal at the con before things go down? I think we get a good 3. Okay. And then some people if they live close to each other, like there's a crew that lives, you know, up in New York and Philly in that area, so they can get together and practice. Like, last year, if you saw the gala, there was a big Star Wars fight scene, so all of them were able to get together and practice that beforehand. Right. Makes sense. It's just, personally, I couldn't imagine pulling off something like this with just a mere handful of rehearsals in person like that, but... On the other hand, there is a reason why I do so greatly admire how y'all pull off what looks to me like nothing short of a miracle. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) We try our best. 
and what can I say? There's a reason that the gal is my personal favorite part of the con. Aw, thank you. Um, anyways, but, uh, when I first attended in 2017, which I'm told is actually considered a pretty rough year in gala terms. Oh, you know, that, that room, that room was something else. Oh, I was not in the gala, but I was there to watch it, and, oh boy. (laughs) We did our best with the room we were in. (laughs) All that being asked, I, I suppose this doesn't quite apply to Erica, but for Jordan and Sachan, what has been y'all's favorite gala so far? Oh, man. I, I liked last year's gala, but the year previous had its moments. Oh, my God. And just, I feel like my favorite parts of the galas, just when I think about it, is Snips and Snails. The past two years, they just crack me up. Like, take me to the hospital or whatever. It's such bad puns, but it's great, and I love it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Puns so painful, you can't help but cringe and laugh at the same time. Oh, yes. My evil Canadian twin excels at those I'm a bit biased because <laughs> I've only been in one gala, so last year was my favorite. <laughs> yes, but you've attended others. That's true. I mean, the one before that, even though it was in a very small room, <laughs> it was pretty lit. I really loved the Dazzlings as the villains. That was really cool. Yes! <laughs> who who played the, the Dazzlings back then? Are they still around? Yeah, um, it's Sarah, Shelby, and... Oh, Blue! Oh, I was like, who's the fourth? I mean, third! Numbers, I can't count. It's okay. Blue also played main event for the first two years of the mascots before Shelby took over. So I guess all it's safe to say all of y'all are at least decently into cosplaying. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> I actually forgot to ask V this on Monday because she before we were talking before the cast and she mentioned she originally wanted to major in forensic sciences and then switch to costuming. And I I still wonder what inspired such a change. So how did y'all get into cosplay? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Um, <clears throat> cosplay and me. So, back in high school, I always wanted to, like, I saw people cosplaying, but it took me to go to my first convention to really look at everyone and be like, oh my god, I want to dress up too. So, um, I categorized my first real, like, one that I actually put time and effort and not, like, just pulling stuff out of the closet was my Jack Frost cosplay. And I was just like, I I need to keep doing this. This is too much fun. So yeah, I've been cosplaying since probably 2016. No, 2012. That's the actual year. That's, yep. Bit of a difference there. Yeah, no, I, I was thinking the year I graduated high school and the year I graduated uh, university. And I was like, 
I always mix up those two years, 2016 and 2012. <laughs> I don't know why. But yeah, that's how I got into cosplay. <laughs> I guess I'll go next. So, same thing. Always admired it in high school. Uh, there was a couple people who kind of just made their own clothing in my school. And they also did cosplay, and I was friends with them, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. But I actually never made an actual, like, took it seriously, and it wasn't just, like, a huge Halloween thing um, this year. And my first cosplay was for the Renaissance Fair in New Jersey. And now it's, then it was Flurry Heart, and now I'm just keeping going, and just, it's a lot of fun. What did you do Flurry Heart for? So the first time I saw Flurry Heart, I absolutely just died. I love her, and my last name is Heartsiker, so anything that basically is like hearts, I'm all about. I also just really like the whole just conversation about her. It was just really interesting when she came out, and I thought it was like super cool so i actually kind of have like this weird mary poppins version of her so it's pretty fun and i guess so you enjoy the whole interesting debate about her being apparently the first born alicorn and all that yeah okay fair enough fair enough and jordan uh i didn't really get into cosplay proper until pretty, I guess, recently. BronyCon, actually, when I started going. Um, Applejack was my first cosplay, which was just <laughs> some jean shorts and some boots and a hat. And that was, <laughs> you know, there, that was Applejack. Good enough. And I remember I had done some, it wasn't really cosplay in high school, but my friends were like, oh, we like Kingdom Hearts. Let's have a dress up as Kingdom Hearts characters party. which was cosplay but we were so sheltered we did not realize that it was a thing <laughs> all right what character were you jordan <laughs> well we did it twice and first i was a heartless but i made a keyblade out of like pvc pipe and duct tape so i was a heartless with a keyblade <laughs> hey. don't don't tell me you were a selfie the second time nope <laughs> guess again Drat. I was Riku. I was just about to say, I know no one will believe me, but I was just about to say. Oh, and I spray painted my hair silver because we didn't really understand wigs and, oh, it was a mess. <laughs> it was good times. And then we had a Death Note party where I was Misa. Oh. Misa? From Death Note. Misa, Misa. She was the kind of crazy girl who had a Death Note book. And... <laughs> right, the blonde right, one right. with the pigtails. Yeah, exactly. Oh, right, right, I used right. a shoelace as the bow tie. I, 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 I tried watching Death Note, and then after Elle bought it, it was just kind of like, eh. Yeah, I don't think I even watched the series. I was a, a manga purist, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I I read the manga, I watched the anime, and I read one of the novels. <laughs> I, I see it right next to me right now. <laughs> you did it all. I, 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 that, was a, that was a great series. Okay, so 
I've learned to word this particular question carefully. Who is your favorite pony? I love Applejack. <laughs> I aspire to be sparkly every day. <laughs> Aww. I know. Oh god, this is very difficult for me. Oh gosh, it's a toss-up for me between Flurry Heart, Luna, and Chrysalis. But Chrysalis isn't a pony. Close enough. I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, she's pony-like. <laughs> she's pony-esque. It's okay. I, I'm just giving you a hard time. And then you said Applejack Jordan, I believe. Yep. I've always had a heart for the little background ponies that no one likes. And Applejack is the background pony of the main six. <laughs> I love her. I think I have that card of somewhere hiding in with my Twilight Secret ship fit deck. <laughs> Applejack, the background pony. Aww. <laughs> she's the most logical one of the group. Everyone is being dumb and she's like, guys, guys. You just can't beat a good southernism. Now I say that as a resident of the most southern state there is, so. Which one is that? Texas. Okay, that's what I assumed. <laughs> At least we're the most southern state there is until we finally decide to secede, and then, in which case we'll pass the torch on to Florida, which they may just pass it on somewhere else because they already have the weirdest state. Yeah, I think they have enough going on. Right. So I guess once more, this may or may not mean as much to you as to the others, Erica, but... What has the gala meant to you? Oh man, it's... We've become a family. I think it's about family and friendship. And just being crazy and being yourself and being accepted. And it's just a wonderful feeling, you know? And it's great because it's a place where all of us can express all of our, our talents whether it's costume making or acting or singing even. Um, and everyone's, it's, it's such a good group of people. Like, we all really are a family. Oh, yeah. Even, like, me coming in, like, super late in the game comparatively to everyone else, um, I was accepted right away and I felt right at home. Everyone is so ridiculously nice. Um, and it's just so lovely to work with everyone. And honestly, it's just really nice to have something to work towards and just something to get really excited about. This is, this is why I love you guys. Y'all are always so much fun. I mean, even me, I was, you know, I said the room manager last year and I don't even remember why I ran into y'all last Thursday on last of the con last year, but Right away, you know, as soon as Kat found out I was one of your room managers, she's like, oh, well, we're going to go up and do a, you know, a dry run and you want to see it? I'm like, yes, I do. And I was so glad that, I, that she let me do that because working the gala as the room manager, I was running around like a headless chicken and unable to enjoy most of it because I had to keep things from burning to the ground and 
occasional boot the occasional dress code violation out that had slipped in at one at one point one of our security people had disappeared from their doors so we had people coming in the doors because we can't lock them for fire safety reasons and i've got people coming in this door and they're like i'm like oh, i see i catch them coming in i'm like nope nope you gotta go back out come in the other door you can't come in this door what why because that's the rules. <laughs> well, it's so that they would actually, you know, pass by security and the people we had do- checking for, you know, dress code. And it's like, and we I had to, thank God we had some amazing security people helping us. And Montebrow was, promptly went and found our missing security person. I don't even remember what happened. Oh, fun times. And then... Of course, there's the whole debate about the guy in the green bodysuit. What? <laughs> what? Yes, so y'all have seen these form-fitting solid green, solid suits that people will wear. Now, he had on over it nice clothes stuff. I think he'd even drawn a monocle around one eye area. <laughs> so, uh, at least it was within dress code, but it was like, uh, are, how sure are we about this? That's hilarious. Yeah, it, it it was interesting. Yeah, as long as he can breathe. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> yeah, it's something about the material it's made to be breathable, I guess. What else has is there to ask about? I mean, aside from, you know, don't be frightened by the dress code, and really, people don't. It is so worth it. I have a, one of, those of my favorite little sayings is, it's called the six P's, folks. Prior planning prevents piss poor performance. Plan ahead. I know you people listening out there that are going to attend. You've been playing this trip for months. If not, you know, since last year. And buying, booking a hotel, buying a plane ticket, buying your pass. So somewhere in there exist enough of capacity for playing to know to throw some formal wear in that suitcase before you head out for your plane. It's like be ready for anything. Put your rave clothes in there, put your formal clothes in there, put your kigu in there, and you're set. <laughs> you know, I just thought of something. Uh, bringing it back to one of my favorite things in the gala, like especially last year. Jordan, you as Applejack is fantastic, and you you and your kung fu skills, and just, like, a lot of your words, like, dry humor, I'm just, like, dying laughing all the time. So, just know. Just know. Aw, thank you. While we're boasting people up, just, like, so coming into this... The first rehearsal that I was in, I was absolutely floored. So if someone else is not able to make it for that day for some reason, like school or like a family thing, another cast member will just read for them. But everyone does it in the voice of the character. And it's so much fun hearing everyone do their own renditions of all of these characters. It's just so interesting. And everyone is just so talented. Because some people can do 
like everyone. It's incredible. You flatter everybody. It's okay. Shelby is so good. Shelby is so good at doing every voice ever. I don't know how she does it. She's talented AF. I know last rehearsal we had, we didn't have a lot of people there, so we were reading roles, but <laughs> I was reading some roles I was not good at doing, so I just did a very, very silly voice, and well, I don't feel like we got much done because we were all just laughing so much. <laughs> Sometimes it's how it goes. Hey, if you can't have fun with it, what's the point? And Shelby was who last year? She played Fluttershy last year. And you know, it it's almost sad. I I I almost I can't wait for to talk to Cat on Sunday because I have to. I hope I hope y'all still intend to carry this on after the end of BronyCon, even if y'all go to another con or something. Because right now I have a little niece who's about two and a half years old who I love. She is so cute it should be criminal. She is like a, she's almost like a human flurry heart. And when I, before I moved up here a couple months ago to start this job, I, uh, it was the only way I survived my employment. Uh, I was living with my parents and my sister and brother-in-law, along with my niece, they had bought what was our childhood home and literally lived two streets over. So all the time, mom and dad were and still do babysit my niece. And so I was around her plenty. M my name was her first word. Oh, wow. We were babysitting one day. I'm in my room gaming. And she just happens to walk in my room. Or, well, she was sort of doing the walk crawl thing then. She comes in my room and looks at me. And so I pause, I look at her, oh, hey, Lydian, how are you doing? She looks up at me and goes, Josh. And then turns and walks back out. And I'm staying, I'm just sitting there staring after her. And a couple of minutes later, mom comes in and I'm still staring out the door. And she's like, what, what happened? And I go, she said my name. And because uh, my sister and I are 13 months apart, she's the older of the two of us. And so, of course, you have that sibling friction. Oh, she was oh, probably yeah. pissed. So the fact that my name was the first word my niece said, I'm sure it drives her nuts. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. Even now, when I'll I'll still call home sometimes just to see how things are going and stuff. And if I I'm on the just the just last week, I was on. Dad had called me and we we're talking. He was babysitting her, and I can hear. In the background, my niece going, Uncle Josh, Uncle Josh, Uncle Josh. Aww. And he gave her the phone and she babbled at me for a couple minutes. That is so cute. I cannot wait for it to get coherent. But already before I left, I was introducing her to ponies. Yes. Gotta get an early start, man. Exactly. And I can't, and I just hope that one day I'll be able to take her to a convention, take her to a gala. That's it. Well, you never know what's going to happen. You never know what the future will hold. Um, at this point, I think we're just about done, unless, ladies, any final words for the audience? Everyone should come to the gala. 
because it's gonna be awesome. So everyone should come to the gala. It's gonna be lit. All the fancy words everyone uses nowadays that I cannot think of at the moment. Lit. Swag. Dope. (laughs) Awesome sauce? Is that still a thing? No. (laughs) You know what? I have no idea. I have no idea. Wait, somebody out there for for a pre-gala thing put together just a massive singing of At the Gala and just do the whole thing from the season one finale up to the main event hall as you go in. Oh, that'd be adorable. Oh, that would be adorable. Okay, ladies, thank you all very much for coming on tonight. Alrighty. Alrighty. Thank you. Thank you. So, as those of y'all who've been listening for a while now know, with each episode we've done a giveaway of Well, so far a badge, but you lot see, this is the final episode of Stable Geniuses. Not final as in the last one to come out, but this will be the last one we release before BaroniCon 2019. It's only a few weeks away. Exciting, isn't it? I know I'm ready. But as such, it's we've decided to do a special drawing this time. And we are doing giving away a shirt from the con store. This drawing is open both to people who will be attending the con and those who cannot make it. You can enter. If you cannot make it to the con to pick up your shirt, then we will ship it to you afterwards. However, please note that we will only ship within the U.S not outside of it. That being said, those of you who are in the know, you know where to look, and those of you who don't, well, scroll down to the description of the the episode. You'll find it. Big glaring Google Forms link. And with that said, that wraps things up for us here at Stable Geniuses. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to seeing you next time. Stable Geniuses is a product of BronyCon, It is hosted by me, Eagle. It is produced by Neon. Additional production and sound design by Reggie Kruger. Special thanks to everyone who's helped make this podcast a reality. 